Hello, hello. Welcome to the Brand Academy Podcast, and I'm your host, Connie Chi. All right, guys, we are back after the holidays. I know it was a little crazy. I hope you guys had a lot of fun and maybe some really good gifts. So today we're going to talk about three ways to power position your brand. So we're coming into 2018. It's rounding the corner very quickly. So you definitely want to enter the next year with a very powerful position. Now, today we're going to talk about three different models that are really commonly used by brand strategists, and they really don't overcomplicate things either. But if you haven't done your homework and you really don't know what your brand stands for, then these models will offer little help. All right, so you guys ready to dive in? First model is the why, how, and what. According to Simon Sinek, most brands communicate the what and the how and forget all about the why when they should start exactly there, the why. So how does this all look like, this particular model? Well, first of all, the why. Why does your organization exist? What is your company's purpose? The how. How is the company offering different from others? What's unique about it? Finally, the what. What does your company or product do? So let's take Virgin, which is my favorite, one of my favorite brands, and take a look at how they use this model. First of all, their why. We change business for good. How do they do that? By disrupting industries, fixing what is broken, and changing things for the better in the long run. What? They use TV. They use the internet, radio, wine, airlines, hotels, gyms, and so on and so forth. Now, what kind of brands should use this model? Well, mostly corporate brands as opposed to products. This would be a really good model for. The advantages of this is that most companies believe that purposeful brands achieve better financial results. So this is a model that's extremely popular with strategists, marketists, branding journalists, bloggers. So if your company has a higher purpose, then this should be more of an approach that you want to think about. And it could actually end up leading to more media exposure. As a result, a higher brand awareness. So what exactly are the downsides? Well, not all brands will sound authentic when communicating their purpose. So this model focuses on the organization specifically and not on the customer, which might not always be a good approach. Unfortunately, it can lead to maybe even significant amount of brand strategy fluff when words are not followed by Actions and purpose is not rooted in the business strategy. So that's the downside. Now, the next model is called the brand benefit ladder. What does this model look like? Well, the product feature often taking in the form of reason to believe, RTB, and then rational benefit resulting from this feature, emotional benefit laddered with the functional benefit. I know it's very techy techy. So I'm going to break it down for you guys in an example so that way it's easier to understand. Let's take a look at Always, the feminine brand. First of all, the product feature is high absorbency of pads, rational benefit, girls can feel more confident during their periods, and the emotional benefit is boosting girls' confidence in everyday life and champion a world free from gender bias. 
So I think that makes you feel kind of all warm and fuzzy when you hear that, right? So what kind of brands use this kind of model? Mostly it's going to be fast-moving consumer goods. So things like feminine products, um, pencils or like papers, office supplies. And this is probably going to be the best approach. So what are some of the advantages of this model? Well, first of all, it's really simple and it forces brands to translate the product features into benefits that's relevant to the consumers. The downside, this model is very difficult to apply to something that's more of a complex category, such as media or professional services. The last model is called the bullseye. What exactly does this model look like? Well, first of all, you have the brand essence. What does the brand stand for in one sentence? And then you have brand values. What are the brand pillars and the main communication themes such as heritage, inclusiveness, maybe it's innovation. Then you have your brand character. What is the personality and tone of voice for this brand? Is it warm? Is it high-tech, trendy, corporate, funny, mature? So that all builds into the brand character. So let's take a look at an example here, Dove Soap, and how they use this model. So first off, their brand essence is empowering women to feel beautiful and confident. Their brand values is beauty, empowerment, and care. Their brand character is something that's really feminine and warm and caring, positive, innocent, and inclusive. So basically, their brand archetype is the innocent. And what kind of brands will probably be using this model? Well, this kind of model is good for all brands, matter of fact. The advantages of using this bullseye model is that it's easy to communicate internally and externally and makes measuring the brand's performance super straightforward. So this model is useful in decoding the brand strategies of even your competitive brands. The downsides, while it's easy to use for decoding other brand strategies, it is more complicated when you're applying it to your own company's brand. So these are the three super powerful models that brands use. So I kind of want you guys to think about how are you going to position your brand for 2018? Lots to think about. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to follow us on social media at The Chi Group. And if you want to know more about us, feel free to check us out online at thechigroup.co. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.